0: Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name's Adam Torno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. All right, Todd, question today is this. What does Jesus mean when he says to hate your family in Luke 14, 26?
1: Well, let's answer that. And maybe even to set this up, um, let's read the actual statement that he said. Why don't you read Luke fourteen twenty six? Yeah, here's
0: what he says. If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Yeah, it sounds pretty...
1: Um, Extreme and in fact, it sounds a little bit like a cult like a negative cult one of the things we did a real truth Real quick on his watermark community church a cult yeah. uh, turns out Yelp thinks we're number one in Dallas <laughs> but one of the attributes of a cult is that they want to um, Separate you from your family and exclude you from outside contact in fact you had a story, right? Did not you one time when you were in college where your dad said you yeah. started going to a I certain- was a
0: new Christian and talking to my dad about my faith and I remember he said Uh, early on in one of those conversations, Adam, I know you're not a part of a cult because you still call me. (laughs) That's right. Because he just thought that if I was involved with a cult, I'd be uh, kicking him out of my life, I guess. What's
1: interesting about that conversation is if your dad would have later said, I don't want you to follow this Jesus, even though you're still talking to me, I don't want you to do what Jesus says you should do, you would have had to say to your dad, hey, dad, I, I can't make that commitment to you. All right? But you would honor your father by listening to him, you would um, make sure that he, you know that, hey, Dad, I, I'm not excluding you from my life, but if what Jesus says is true, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that he's very God of very God, and that it's the means to which I can be both reconciled to God and live a noble and wise life, you wouldn't want me to not do that. right? Okay? Uh, there are some parents who would say, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to really follow Jesus the way Jesus asked you to follow him. And at that point, uh, Jesus would say, well... Listen, if anyone comes to me and doesn't hate his own father or mother, okay, as a statement of comparison. Because when a dad would say, son, if you love me, you wouldn't do this. And if that this is to follow God, think of a, um, maybe a father of a Muslim background who would tell his son that, hey, you're going to be dead to me. We, we, I, I have friends who are Jewish that when they began to accept Jesus' claim that he was the Messiah, They said, you're dead to me. They buried him. They actually have a plot on the ground with a tombstone. And they said, this son is dead to me because he's embraced Jesus. That person took seriously the call of Christ on his life. He did what Jesus says in in Luke 14, 27, whoever does not carry his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. That's the point of the message here. Let's just make it very clear. This is a statement of comparison. Um, When I took vows to love my wife, in effect, I just said, hey, I'm going to uh, leave all past relationships and cleave to you. Um, and I'm going to hold you only into myself in such a way that the way that I honor you and separate myself to be a devoted spouse to you, it's going to make like I hate all other women by comparison. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I have to go around hating other women. It should just be obvious that that is my wife. All right? And in fact, let me just can not even walk this back further. Whatever Jesus meant what he said, what he said in Luke chapter 14, we know it doesn't mean you shouldn't honor your mother and father because right. that's the first commandment with a promise. Yeah. So when you walk through the, the 10 commandments, right? So it's like, I have no other God before me. Uh, don't make for yourself a graven image or an idol that represents me because I'm not contained in anything. Um, don't use my name in vain. Okay. Uh, remember, uh, the Sabbath to, to keep it holy. And then it gets to number five, And he says, honor your mother and father so that you might prolong the life in the land which I am giving you. The idea there is that the mother and father that you have are encouraging you to live a godly life. But if you've got a mother or father who aren't trying to have you hedge your bets in your devotion to Christ, after you honor them and listen to them, okay, you never, by the way, and that was Exodus uh, 2012 and Exodus 21, 17, Jesus says anybody who curses his mother or father shall be put to death or speaks evil of them. So you don't ever do that. You always honor your mother and father. You never curse them or speak evil to them. Um, You don't hide behind your love for God by dishonoring your parents. In Matthew chapter 15, um, Jesus actually tells the Pharisees, you guys are saying you're so devoted to God you don't care for your elderly parents. And he goes, you hate God when you don't care for your elderly parents. Mm. Your traditions give you an excuse to keep money for yourself, so that you can serve the temple, right? He goes, that's hateful.
0: Mm.
1: You're 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 not even allowed to speak evil of your parents. Much less, in the name of God, do evil to your parents. Okay. So what he's saying in this passage, it's in Mac, Matthew chapter ten, verse thirty-seven, and it's here in Luke fourteen. What Jesus is saying is, hey. Uh, At the end of the day, your ultimate love and devotion ought to be to me, but you never stop honoring your mother and father. So even my mom and dad, when they weren't as uh, devoted to Christ as I was, my parents came to Christ probably after me. um, I always said, Mom or Dad, you're always going to be my parents. Speak into my life. Give me wisdom. You're going to be part of my counsel. Okay, But at the end of the day, if your counsel isn't informed by God's word, it's going to look like I hate your counsel. Mm because I'm always gonna go with Jesus. But I'm not gonna speak evil of you. Uh, I'm gonna serve you and care for you and love you. And so uh, that's what we always always ought to be marked by as Christ followers. We're to care for our parents, love our parents, honor our parents, but ultimately, never sacrifice our devotion to Jesus. At the end of the day, it's his cross I carry,
0: and it's his disciple that we are. So this isn't a verse to hide behind, to shut yourself off from your family, or if you're a teenager, to say I don't have to listen to yeah. my parents, don't, behind, don't hide behind this one.
1: I, I'll give you a quick little story just to wrap up. I'll do it as quick as I can. I had a buddy who was doing devotional with his children one night and they, they were trying to get him to bed kind of in a hurried way. And uh, the mom, uh, uh, the kid says, Daddy, are we gonna memorize our verses? And, and the dad was a little bit exasperated. He goes, no, yeah, we'll give you a verse. Here's one. Children, obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. You know, and the kid goes, that was not wee-wee in there, you know, <laughs> but it is. It's Ephesians 6, children, obey your parents, this is key, in the Lord, yeah. for this is right. If your parents aren't in the Lord, honor them, don't speak evil of them, but it's going to look like you hate them because you got to serve your king.
0: Great answer, Todd. Well, check the show notes for some other helpful links and other resources. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll talk to you again next time.